0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino.
1: Oh, man, did I miss you guys? It feels so weird coming back on the air. I was just telling the homies here. I'm like, it's been four or five days. I, we Joe and I didn't take a day off for gosh, six, seven years. So now years. So now it's weird. I almost feel bad leaving you, but I really hope you enjoyed the self-defense episode on Friday. You know, me and Gee were here recording that thing on, what was it, Wednesday, Guy, at like 5 p.m. Eastern. And we're looking at each other like, damn, this is really good stuff. And, you know, Gee, guy, guy hates everything. And he was like, this is really good. So I hope you got to check that out, and I hope it was helpful. He's a really great guy, super nice guy, big entrepreneur too, as you saw at the end. And I respect that, man. Guy hustles, man. He's doing everything, jiu-jitsu, Products. He's all around. Folks, I got a lot to talk about today, including what's going on in China with a new virus, bacteria going around. All I'm telling you is Braveheart style. Hold, hold. hold, Just hold. I'm not falling for anything anymore. This episode is sponsored by EnviroClean. Speaking of viruses, right now you'll save 35% during the Black Friday sale. Plus, you'll get better air in your house and free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. Use code Bongino35 for 35% off. That's ekpure.com. Code Bongino35 for cleaner air in your house. Huge weekend update, too. Spend some time in Alabama this weekend. And gosh, I love you Southerners. You all in the chat. Shout out to you all. Tell me where you're from in the chat right now if you're from the South. Because, man, I need to be your adopted son, okay? I love you guys and ladies so much. All right, let's get to the show. Sleep as you get older so critical, especially that deep, comforting sleep. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan, take the sleep quiz. I took it. I was matched to the Midnight Lux. Helix knows everyone's unique. They have several different mattress models to match to you based on your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's quick and fun to unbox. You won't believe how well you'll sleep. You'll wake up feeling rested and refreshed. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep like I had last night is never far away. Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and a free sleep bundle for our listeners in honor of Cyber Monday. The bundle includes two free pillows, and there's more, and a set of sheets, even a mattress protector. Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. Go today. Here's the code, though. Helix Partner 25. Helix Partner 25. It's your best offer yet and won't last long with Helix. Better sleep starts now. All right, Joseph. <coughs> get this party started, Daddy-O. It is showtime, yeah. Dano. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. So I love you all in the South. Can I just be straight with you, man? Uh, uh, Let me just put this out there first. I'm a New York kid. I'm not a poser. I live in Florida. I've been here eight years, spent 12 years in Maryland. I've been out of New York and South of New York almost as long as I lived in New York. But the hard reality is I'm a New Yorker. And uh, I'm proud of that. Like New York has its benefits too. Not everybody in New York's a crazy liberal. Um, as evidenced by my family who are pretty diehard conservatives and they still live there. Everyone outside my dad, my dad moved, uh, you know, but I really love the South. I don't put like a salt life sticker on my car. Cause I was on a boat once, you know, I don't run around with like cowboy boots on and pretend it's natural. I mean, I'll wear them if you, but it's not, you know, I get it. Like I totally respect you guys and, and the chill, but I spent some time that South. went to the iron boat this weekend and I don't want to waste a lot of time. If this is boring, you just tell me, Dan, move on in the chat. But I had such a wonderful experience at the Iron Ball. I had first Thanksgiving, I had a Louisiana Thanksgiving. I was down here in Florida, but I was hanging by my friend's house, the orthodontist guy I'm always talking about. And his wife's mom made some Louisiana Thanksgiving turkey with some seasoning and like this stuffing that was probably I was not the low-fat variety, folks. But let me tell you something. Her name is Ramona. It was like. I I didn't have to eat for like five days. I was like a camel. Like, I ate on Thursday, the Louisiana Thanksgiving, and that was it. I didn't have to consume food until Monday morning. It was that good. So, Louisiana, we love you. As you can tell, my voice is back almost 100% after singing too loud at Morgan Wallen. So, I went to the Iron Bowl. And if for those of you who don't know, the Iron Bowl is the annual game. They go between Tuscaloosa and Auburn every year, between the Alabama, uh football team and the Auburn football team it's always uh near Thanksgiving week that Saturday and it's a tradition and because Alabama doesn't have a big professional sports team ecosystem that is their Super Bowl every year and i went down there and we did a tailgating tent for the first time near the Tiger Walk and uh you know folks i get all choked up and sappy man here's some pictures thank you yeah, i forget this is me and Paula and my daughters, uh, we had the Dan Bongino show. We did, that's right when we walked in there. You can see it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. The game's not until 3.30. There's still people in the background, which is crazy. Uh, we had such an unbelievable time. And this is me and Paula at the game. And uh, it was an amazing game outside of sports show. So Auburn lost in the final seconds, but it was still just an incredible game. And I, I know this seems like it's a personal story, but it's more about the country. I put this tweet up. I woke up at five o'clock in the morning the next day and Paula was still sleeping. And I just banged out this tweet and I put it on Facebook and I said, God bless Southerners. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But the gist of it is after spending a lot of time in the South, lived in Georgia for a little bit, you know, Florida, Maryland, and then spent a lot of time now in Alabama. You guys and ladies are just different, man. Like I said, like God matters down in the South. Faith is everything to them. God comes first. You know, manners and structure matter in the South, things we've forgotten about in this chaotic world. You know, why do you say yes, sir, no, ma'am? Why do you say all that stuff? You know why? Because manners and structure matter. They impart discipline on the world. I wrote, it's not some vestige of a bygone era. It's a bridge to the future. Puts order and discipline in this chaotic world. We need to be more like these Southern gentlemen, these Southern ladies down there, not less. And I note that they're proud. They're not arrogant. I told the story about this friend of a friend. I offered to buy him a pair of boots and he almost like repulsed by the idea, you know, because he was too proud to take it. And I was so mad at myself for not reading that better. I was really, my heart was pure, but they're proud. The men and the ladies down there are proud. And I just mentioned at the end, the college football, man, we lost the game. And all these Alabama fans, you know, I got to tell you, if it was some other place, there would have been fights. I didn't see anything. No fights, no evil, just a pure, innocent love. And I'm walking out and, you know, it takes a long time to get out because we were down in front. So it takes a while to walk up the, you know, and it, the place was packed. Nobody left. There are 80,000 people. And this family, this guy and this woman, and they had two kids. They looked up and he said, uh, you go tell Mr. Dan how much we like his show. It was an Alabama fan. And, uh, you know, I walked down to him and I said to the young man, I said, congratulations, man. Big win. You know, I said, magic happens here in Jordan Hare." That's the name of the stadium. It does. But sometimes it happens for the other team. Just such gentlemen. So I want to thank you all, my adopted Southern family. And I want you to know I love you all. I'm happy to be an observer from the outside. But you all are really amazing people and an Auburn family that's kind of taking us all in. So I love their football team. You know, God bless you. All right. Speaking of the South, uh, Trump was down in the South this weekend at the Clemson game. Too. And uh, so, this so this happened, too. So listen, I wasn't there. So let me just throw this out in advance. I can't personally attest to the response on this one. However, I was at the UFC and could tell you that the crowd went absolutely crazy. Some people said there was a smattering of some boos. I saw some members of the band uh, who appeared to be booing them. I don't know if it was Clemson or South Carolina, or whatever it was. But from what I'm hearing from friends of mine who were there, like that was a pretty overwhelming response. So the South seems to have uh, embraced Donald Trump and kind of a smart political move too, because when you think about it, you know, you've got Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina. Nikki Haley's from South Carolina. Nikki Haley's having a moment right now. Is she going to beat Trump? Probably not. The polls don't seem to indicate that. But smart political move. Some people are ripping him Trump, suggesting like, oh, he doesn't want to shake hands with the people. He just wants to go to big events. Folks, listen, man, I'm sorry, but that's kind of like a silly criticism. Uh, Really, if if I thought I could go out on the field and running for office and have 80% of a crowd cheering for me, I would do it too. They're called voters. So, I, you know, I think it's just kind of petty, stupid stuff. You know, I don't get into that when any of the candidates. It's a smart political move. Just admit it. Do You sound like a hater otherwise. The guy didn't want to shake hands. Come on. The guy, you know, he's a former president. He has a different level of uh, notoriety than others. He doesn't have to go and knock on doors for name ID anymore. So I think that stuff's kind of petty. All right. Getting to the story du jour, because this happened on Friday, and the Bongino is kicked in big time on this story. Which, by the way, I've had to clarify the Bongino rule probably a thousand times. So for everyone, can we do this for the last time? Because it's funny. Some guy sends me a Facebook message. Dan, with this terror attack, you violated the Bongino rule not to talk about it. That's not the rule for the thousandth time. That is not the rule. The rule is don't draw any final conclusions about a story until about 72 hours. How do you not talk about it? A Freaking explosion happened at a bridge. A virus is breaking out, or a bacteria in China. Of course, you're going to talk about it. The rule is be careful about accepting any media narrative. Which I got to tell you, on the radio, on what was it Wednesday or something? Whenever that attack happened, we talked about it and we reported about the uh, the reports on Fox that it had been a terror attack. So it's what was on the news. We didn't draw any conclusions. We were open to it. We were very careful with Kyle. Don't draw any conclusions. Having said that, Daily Mail, mysterious pneumonia ripping through Chinese schools sparks fear among scientists of a COVID repeat. Holy crikeys, ladies and gents. Here we go again. I don't even know, honestly, where to start here on how many angles there are to this story. But I'm going to say, number one. And I'm gonna hold on. Let me get down on the knee. Oh, by the way, thank you to the lady for the war eagle pin. CJ Pearson came down in his uh, adopted Alabama family. Alabama family bought me a war eagle pin, so you're pretty cool. Thank you. That's pretty loyal. But I'm begging you, please, on this China pneumonia, please. I'm on one knee. Please, whatever the media tells you, ignore the conclusion. I'm not telling you to ignore the story. If the media is telling you it's nothing to worry about it probably means you should worry a little bit. If the media is telling you, worry so much, you're going to have to take some vaccine and put a mask on, then it probably means don't put the vaccine and the mask on because they're probably lying to you to get you to put a vaccine and a mask on. If the media tells you, whatever they tell you, you got to believe the opposite, that this thing is so serious and it's going to be so deadly that it's going to rip through society and we got to do mass mail and ballots again, please do not do it. Do I miss my F-35 video, by the way? Oh, you got to remind me of that. No, I didn't change my mind. Oh, folks, I'm sorry, but I got to play this. This happened at the Auburn game, this F-35 flyover. You got to see. You ever see one of these badass things? Watched it. You know how loud that sucker was? Right over the stadium. That place was going freaking nuts. That place was, that's Jordan Hare, by the way. Okay, back to the story. Sorry, he hates it when I bounce all over. Whatever they tell you, do not trust them. There is an agenda. I, I I put this note down because if Trump was in office, I'd have to tell you the same thing. They would be right now. What a better way to phrase this on this Chinese pneumonia thing, right? If Trump was in office, what do you in the chat think the narrative would be right now? Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. <laughs> That's Dude, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly what the narrative, I don't even know how you knew how to do that. That's it. I did not plan that. That is exactly, the dogs and cats, here, human sacrifice. That is exactly what the narrative would be. Everybody panic. Mail-in ballots everywhere. Trump sucks. Another virus. The fact that you're not here, this is why I'm telling you, I don't know how to think about this story yet. It's why I'm taking my time. Biden's in office, so they want everyone to stay calm again, just like the Ebola thing under Obama, where they were like, everybody stay calm. But Trump with COVID, everybody panicked. I'm not really sure what to think. The media would be like, here we go again. Trump's screwing it up again. I will say this, though. Put all that aside. Scrap all that entire intro for a second and think about this realistically. I am not an epidemiologist, but I'm not stupid. I'm well aware of the science of viral and bacterial transmission. It's not really that complicated. Is it respiratory? Is it another vector like a mosquito? Is it bloodborne? Is it an STD? There's only so many ways. Is it aerosolized? You can transmit a virus or bacteria. China was locked down for a really long time, folks. People's respiratory systems and their immune systems are probably not used to dealing with viruses because they were locked down. Don't listen to me. Listen to a doctor. I like Dr. Sapphire from Fox. She's always been very nice to me. She explained this to Rachel, that this may just be a function of a normal pneumonia virus getting its foothold in a bunch of people that have basically virgin immune systems now. So before anyone panics, listen to this first.
2: It is feeling a little bit like deja vu. You have ProMed, the disease surveillance system, who's sounding the alarm again, mentioning that there is a rise in pediatric pneumonia hospitalizations in northern China, especially since October, compared to the last several years. Now, again, Rachel, this is kind of emulating what we saw in the United States, the UK, and other places last year in countries who removed some of those harsh lockdown restrictions earlier than China. We had this large immunity gap where people, especially Especially children's immune systems were dampened from those COVID lockdowns and other restrictive measures. So we saw a rise in hospitalizations and just outpatient cases of the usual suspects, RSV, influenza, adenovirus and mycoplasma pneumonia. Now, China is saying it is those usual suspects, those common pathogen that are causing their rise in illness in northern China. The problem is, Rachel, as you said it, uh, we don't trust China.
1: So there's two sides to this story. To distill it down to facts, applying the Bongino rule, we're not drawing any conclusions yet. I want to be clear. I'm not telling you don't worry about it, and I'm not. I'm definitely telling you don't panic and don't fall for any panic campaigns either. You mask God. Get the kids out of school. Uh No, we're not doing that. That that's out. That's out. But the other side of the story is there is something going on in China. I'm not stupid. The only question is what the hell is it? So Joe, we're going to do the same thing we did with COVID. What's the R-naught? Is it infectious? How infectious? What's the fatality rate? And is it a bacteria or virus we already know about? Pretty simple stuff, right? It's It's not hard. I'm not talking to you because I'm not condescending and you all in the chat, I can see you all are smart to this already. I'm talking to the dopes out there, the lefties who are listening. Everybody calm them down. If it's pneumonia like we have over here, or as I called it when I was a five-year-old, ammonia, It's 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 it happens. We don't need a worldwide panic. But do not trust the media. Because if it does turn out to be something serious, which it could, I'm not saying it is, but it could, I guarantee you the media will do everything it can right now to cover it up if it helps Biden or explode it to get mail-in ballots to help Biden get elected again. Do not trust anything the media tells you before. We've seen this before. Before an election, you think Biden's going to handle it? By the way, do you see this guy this week? He look, look folks. This is getting worse. I'm asking a serious question here. Here he is walking in to give a presser. Is this guy drunk? Look at the is. I'm serious. The answer better be yes. Play that again. This better, folks in the chat. Is he drunk? Yes or no? If he's not, I'm, I'm actually preferring he's drunk because if he's drunk, it would explain. He's like, oh man, look, I can't find a podium. If it would, at least it would explain it. Maybe he had too many gin and tonics. I don't know. But it looks like he can't even make it to the, one, two, three, four, five. It's six steps, bro. He can't even make it. I, I, this guy better have been partying with Hunter or something because this, it seems like every day he's losing it even more. All right. I'll at least he'd be like, ah, oh, at least he was partying. But no, <laughs> see, it's like 50 i uh, folks. If you want to know my answer, I don't think he was he was uh, partying with Hunter. I think oh. he's really losing his cognitive capabilities all around. Now, some good news on a Monday outside of my opening riff. Did I buy that? You guys like my opening thing, or you know, sometimes on Monday I do a little personal stuff, and I don't know if you guys are vibing. The crowd was pretty good this morning for a Monday after Thanksgiving, and nobody seemed to leave. But the show's for you. so tell me, hey, we don't want to hear about your personal. I ain't going to take it personal the show's for you, Daddy it's not for me. but we do got some good news. Folks, there's something happening around the world here. <laughs> Thank you. All right cool. some of you seem to dig it. Something's happening around the world. The election of Malay and Argentina. We see Finland's political environment changing, Germany's political environment changing. Even in France, there's a little bit of a political rebellion going amongst populists around the world. Do you see what happened in the Netherlands, Gert Wilders? He's on track. He may not be able to form a government because, of course, the minority parties are like, he's a racist. But Wilders basically ran on one issue. If you haven't heard what he's been talking about, he's basically been talking about the Netherlands. Hey, man, this whole immigration thing, like, are we going to control this? Are we just going to lose our entire country? And of course, the left's predictable response is what? You got to be a racist. But I'm going to play a little bit of video. It's short. It's not long. Right after this, we'll take a quick break. And I want you to ask yourself, does this guy sound crazy? Or is the guy interviewing him sound crazy? Because he don't sound crazy to me. My Patriot Supply. Hey it's clear the unthinkable's here. Our most trusted institutions now deceive us every way they can. We know that something's definitely wrong. Time's short to become more self-reliant, secure the future for you and your family. Act today with my Patriot Supply. By the way, tomorrow I'll be doing a special survival segment about 3 to 5 minutes and I'm going to tell you exactly how to rock and roll. You don't miss it. Tomorrow's show going to be it's going to be good. My Patriot Supply is the uh, country's largest uh, preparedness company. It's more than equipped to stock your shelves. Their best-selling three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunch, dinners. Lasts up to 25 years in storage. Right now, it's $200 off. Please don't wait. It's over 2,000 calories a day in every kit. You just add water, heat it, and eat it. Get one for every member of your family. I have multiples. I don't mess around with this stuff. you don't have food, you're dead. My Patriot Supply. Go right now to mypatriotsupply.com for a $200 saving. Be sure to order by 3 p.m. Order ships for free, same day. Get that emergency food. It's better to have it and not need it. Then need it one day and you don't have it. What are you going to do? Knock on your neighbor's door? They're going to be like, don't answer. We're not home. Take $200 off today at mypatriotsupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Thanks, MyPatriotSupply. Back to the show. Now, you've seen this global rebellion going on against public safety issues, open borders, hyperinflation, the same thing the left does to deconstruct society every time. And we're seeing elections, even in places like the Netherlands, change. This guy's party got the most votes. Listen to him and tell me who sounds crazy. Take a listen. Moroccans are
0: overrepresented enormously in the Dutch crime statistics. More than 60% of the Moroccan youth under the age of 23 has been arrested by the Dutch police. They are in general, when it comes to violent street crimes, 20 times more often been arrested on many crimes. But if a given society has a, a problem with members of one particular group... Is it wise for a politician to ostracize the whole group?
1: Well, you know, it's wise to tell the truth.
0: I did not invent that people from Morocco are overrepresented in the statistics. Is that high rate of crime because these people are Moroccan? Or is that also because they are unemployed? I'm not a psychologist
1: or sociologist. I don't care what... Folks, what did the guy say that sounds crazy? He's not a psychologist. He's not a sociologist. He's giving you simple statistics about what's happening with the immigration issue in the Netherlands. I don't I don't speak for this guy. I don't know him. I've never met him. And you know me. I just don't like politicians. I don't care where they are, the Netherlands or anywhere else. I certainly don't kiss their asses. They're tools for me. That's it. They're tools to get a job done. That's it. They view you as tools to get elected. There's nothing wrong with that. This is a transactional relationship you and I have with politicians. Everybody in the chat agree? We're not kissing their asses. We don't love them. They don't love us. We use them to get conservative stuff, and they use us to get votes. That's it. I'm simply suggesting what the guy said. I don't know the guy. I don't know his motives. Is the guy a racist? I I don't know. I don't care. All I care about is that interview, the guy sounded perfectly reasonable. I'm just giving you the crime statistics. I'm not a sociologist. I'm telling you we're from the Netherlands. we've got citizens to take care of. We've If I told you a bunch of illegal immigrants crossing the border were responsible for a certain number of crimes, and you're like, what are you blaming Mexico? No, I'm not blaming Mexico. I'm simply giving you the statistics. <laughs> you love them or leave them. That's the stats. It goes back to the question I've been asking forever. You all know what it is, Chad Thursday. Is it bad enough yet? Well, clearly it isn't the Netherlands. And you've got these media people, again, trying to apply the guy's racist. I don't know the guy. I'm not judging the guy one way or the other. But you understand the media does not control the narrative anymore. They don't. You do. You are seeing this revolution of populism, whether you love it or hate it, happen around the world because it's crystal clear the far left is absolutely abandoning any sense of decency, morality, or reason. I'll give you a quick example on the, is it bad enough yet? But there, there you go. Not bad, no, And we got to take the mandatory poll. Is it bad enough yet for a global wave of conservatism? The answer is no. My answer. I think you all definitely agree with me. But there's no question whatsoever it's getting there. Look at this shit out of New York here. New York Post. New York retail retailers lost $4.4 billion dollars. Due to organize shoplifting groups in 2022, do you have any idea how much money 4.4 billion dollars is? Disney. He brought up a great point. Disney bought Star Wars for that money. The entire budget of the Secret Service when I left was a billion dollars to support the White House, the president, a hundred plus field offices, probably ten thousand employees, protection operations, equipment. billion. This isn't just in New York. This ain't nationwide. I bring up these New York stories only because this is happening everywhere. Look at this one. New York Post again. NYPD cops leaving the force at an alarming rate. Over 2,500 turned in badges so far in 2023. Folks, 90 plus percent of the nation's police departments don't have 2,500 officers At all. These are just the people that left. Can you imagine the brain drain? You got we got a lot of cops in the chat. I was a police officer and an agent. So I seen the uniform side and the plainclothes side, right? You have any idea how long it takes you as a uniform cop to really be good at it? What's your guess if you're a cop in the chat? Me, probably five to seven years. Before you know how to deal with people, you know how to interview. You develop the spidey sense. These guys are all leaving. Oh, they're going to be replaced. No, they're not. They just canceled two police academy classes because they don't have any money. Why? Because they're paying for illegal immigrants. Folks, is it getting bad enough yet? Yes. Is it bad enough yet that there's going to be a mass freaking earthquake? I don't know. I don't think so, but we're most certainly on a roll there. That ball is now rolling downhill. I don't have it, but Politico had an article out today that Biden's poll numbers, shockingly, are getting even worse. We thought they'd cratered. Approval rating, everything. It means we've got, I don't want to hear any talk about a red wave. Folks in the chat, we don't like ban a lot of people unless you like break the law and stuff or do something incredibly stupid. And that guy in the beginning, I had to tear up. Damn, why won't you say, the election stuff? So we don't talk about the Are you crazy? Dude, are you on crack? Are you smoking meth? I use my words carefully. I say it all the time. Because we can't produce we can't you can't ever prove a counterfactual, but don't mention a red wave. There's no red wave. We're not doing red waves here. Red wave is for people who want to lose. It's going to be a red wave. Everybody stay home. No. But it is getting bad. I want you to look at this too, Washington Post. They even had to note this. Once this is happening in the Washington Post, you know there's trouble. Taylor Lorenz, who's the biggest goofball in all of me, she's the crier. Oh my God, they're making fun of me. I mean, that's not Taylor Lorenz. That's someone That's someone mocking Taylor Lorenz. That's not her. That's <laughs> not Taylor Lorenz. Did you really think that was her? That's a Taylor Lorenz parody. This is hilarious. Keith thinks <laughs> that. Is it? I don't even know. I mean, No, that's not her. That's someone, you messed that one up. Here's what happened. There's this viral video going around TikTok, right? Did you guys catch this story? You're like, hell no, I'm not on TikTok. I have to be for show reasons and stuff. I segregated out, but I'll leave that for another day. I've seen it. And it's about this $16 McDonald meal. Don't downplay this stuff. Like this one nuclear, people can't believe how bad inflation is. That's not the point of the story, though. Taylor Lorenz, who, by the way, can't even do math in this Washington Post piece, they basically admit that the White House is busy trying to censor this thing again. The White House official said the administration is working with TikTok to tell positive stories of Biden's economic stewardship while working with social media platforms to counter misinformation. Do you believe this crap? They are... Folks, censorship and spying, they will... Unless you get these people out of power, Biden, the leftists, the Taylor Lorenzes, all of these lefties who are have who got their fangs in the government right now. The communism and the socialism and the censorship is never, ever going to stop. Oh, but they're being sued in the Missouri versus Biden case. They don't care, bro. They don't care. They are doubling down on censorship. It's not just here, however. This is getting worse around the world, in Europe and elsewhere. I mean really bad. Some crazy stuff happened this past week in Ireland. It's like Conor McGregor, the UFC fighters involved. There was an attack in Ireland. The Taoiseach over there is pushing for more censorship. You've got this O'Reilly lady, this senator over there openly calling for like violating people's civil rights. It's going to be a short segment, but I want to show you again, this metastasizing socialist bug is not just here, man. It's everywhere. It's even worse in Europe. Quick break. I'm right on the other side. I'm going to show you this video. Don't go anywhere. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, standing behind their service and their values as a company. They're an example of putting the cause ahead of profits. That's why I've been proud to partner with them for a long time. They love you guys too. Starting today, Patriot Mobile is having an Every Friday Matters promotion. They'll give you a brand new smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you access to all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to, and you won't be funding the lefties. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're supporting a company who believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and more. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number for a limited time. Get a free smartphone. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, that's a free smartphone. Offer's eligible with the Every Friday Matters promo code FRIDAY76. It's a limited time offer. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bongino. PatriotMobile.com slash Bongino or call 972-PATRIOT. And our last sponsor today, Omaha. Steaks, I've been really hungry lately. Don't ask me why. Like Billy Joel, don't ask me why. The holidays are here. The Jolly Elves at Omaha Steaks, they're busy covering your wish list with guaranteed perfection during their Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. Yeah, crazy sales this week. Go to omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Plus, code, use code Bongino at checkout and get $30 more off your order. Score delicious deals on tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their mouth-watering, bacon-wrapped filet mignons, a holiday gift favorite. And cozy up to easy prepare meals and carefully curated gift packages guaranteed to brighten up spirits all winter long. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless Of stuff's delicious, endless flavor, endless value. OmahaSteaks.com. Save big with 50% off site-wide. Use promo code BONGINO at checkout. Get an extra $30 off your order. Hurry? There's a Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals, and Omaha Steaks will be gone before you know it. Don't wait. Tomahawstakes.com, promo code Bungino at checkout, minimum order. may be required. Thank you, friends. We appreciate it, ladies. Censorship around the world is metastasizing. Here is Ireland's T. Shook, their leader over there, Leo Varadkar. Here he is in a video explaining how they need a new legislation to take down hate filled content on the internet, which, ladies and gentlemen, is code word for what? Communist censorship, Dan? Ding, 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 ding. You're right. Take a listen yourself.
0: I think it's now very obvious to anyone who might have doubted it um, that our incitement hatred legislation is just not up to date. It's not up to date for the social media age, uh, and we need that legislation through, and we need it through within a matter of weeks, um, because it's not just the platforms who have a responsibility here, and they do, uh, there's also the individuals uh, who post messages and images online uh, that stir up hatred and violence, uh, and we need to be able to use laws to go after them individually as well.
1: Okay, this guy's a commie. This stuff is spreading around the world, folks. Now, I'll show you a tweet coming up in a minute. The same guy who doesn't seem to recognize terrorism, which is interesting because he recognizes hate online right away. But when it comes to terrorism, he's confused. I'll get to that in a second. Folks, the tweet, no, tweet is horrendous. It's like the worst tweet I think I've seen from a world leader in a long time. But this guy's obviously a communist, straight up commie okay Uh, hate speech laws Hey, what what exactly does that mean well the answer is nobody knows what it means and that's the point it means whatever the commies say it means here's the Green Party senator this woman O'Reilly here she is she just basically comes out and says it that yes we need to violate civil rights in the name of the common good which is really the excuse every single communist fascist has given since the beginning of time listen to yourself when you
2: think about it all law All legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution, yes you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Everything needs to be balanced. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace. Then I believe that it is our job as legislators
1: to restrict those freedoms for the common good. No crazy communist lady. No, it isn't. That's not your job. You see, here in the United States, we have a constitution that does restrict a body. You guys know what it restricts? It restricts the government. That's what the Bill of Rights is. It is a Bill of negative rights for the government, i.e. what the government can't do to you. It does not restrict the citizen. Laws that restrict the citizen restrict the citizen from taking away God-given rights of others. And you do not have a God-given right to not be offended. Communist Senator O'Reilly and Shook of Ireland, crazy person that wants hate speech laws. There is no such thing as a God-given right not to be offended. There is a God-given right to assemble, to defend yourself, to speak, to petition your government, and to practice your religion. That's a God-given right. Oh, I don't believe that. I'm a lefty. That's why you're an a-hole. Sorry, there is a God-given right. No, government gives us those rights. Maybe you should read up a little bit and educate yourself so you don't sound like an idiot all the time. Government gives you none of those rights. Those rights are granted by God. All the government is there to, be to, is to protect those collective rights for those people those individual rights, at that collective government level. They are individual God-given rights. Do you understand? This woman has it all backwards. It is not the government's job to determine what you can say and can't say. These people are nuts. Here's Ireland's exalted leader here. Same guy who can't seem to recognize terrorism, but he says he knows what hate speech is. So Emily Hand was a hostage, taken by demon savages. Emily's nine, taken by the Hamas demon savages in the October 7th brutal murderous terror assault. And what does Leo Varadkar say? It's a day of enormous joy and relief for Emily Hand and her family. An innocent child who was was lost and has now been found and returned we breathe a massive sigh of relief our prayers have been answered what the f- was lo- what is this disney world oh look our kid was lost on the space mountain ride or whatever are you is this so just to be clear the same guy running ireland right now who wants hate speech laws to put you in jail for suggesting that a biological man is in fact a man is confused by the way, he got community noted into the Phantom Zone and one of the greatest community notes ever. Emily Han was kidnapped by Hamas terrorists on October the 7th. The use of the term loss is inappropriate, fails to highlight that she was released as part of a hostage deal. Folks, these people are sick. And to the T. Taoiseach of Ireland, you should be freaking embarrassed and you honestly should probably resign in shame for just being a straight up tool. You want to see video, by the way, in case you think it's a conspiracy theory? And to that uh, dipshit in the chat, it was like, here's a false flag. Yeah, is this a false flag? Is it, is, it, is it a Hollywood movie set? Here's Emily Hand, nine, kidnapped by demon savages. Oh, it looks like a real, looks like a warrior there. What is she, an Amazon soldier they kidnapped? Where's her, where's her weapon? Oh, look like a kid, because she is a kid. I want you to watch that for a second. We had to give them back murderers, stabbers, bombers. We had to give them back demons. They gave us back kids and women. Oh, us, yeah, us, human beings. But Israel's not our country. No, it isn't. America is my country. But the human race and human beings and civilization matter to me. Leo, maybe get your head out of your ass. What a moron. Hate speech. The kid was lost. I don't know. Yeah, she was lost. Like she wandered off or something looking for like Tic Tac she left behind. What a dipshit. You know what? let me play. Hold this Sky News video for a second. I want to get to the Conor McGregor thing. I know I mentioned before, but shockingly, the story involves Conor McGregor too. You know, Conor, UFC fighter, multiple division champion. Well, of course, this story. That's why this, I ran these stories in this order. Not just Ireland doesn't just have a problem right now with free speech and civil liberties because they're being run by it's being run by tyrants right now. They also have a problem with unfettered immigration. That is basically destroying the fabric of Ireland right now, which has erupted into violent crime. So Conor McGregor, whose handle on Twitter is the Notorious MMA, Connor McGregor had enough. And he's like, listen, man, you're going to do something about this or what? You're going to stop this uh, immigration into the country till we can get a hand on what's happening? So as Keith Woods reports here, Conor McGregor is apparently being investigated by the Irish police. Folks, I got to tell you, I'm like genuinely afraid to travel overseas these days. I, I have to for some stuff, but I'm not even kidding. My wife can attest to it. These places are becoming so bad. I'm really like you could wind up in jail for anything in Europe. You're almost like it's safe in North Korea. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Conor McGregor an investigator for having an unauthorized opinion. By the way, just back to the hostage exchange that happened this weekend with the media narrative. Never believe these idiots. Was an exchange of women and children. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That's not what happened. The people the Israelis gave back were demon savages who stabbed people, bombed people. The people the Israelis got back were women and little kids like the one you just saw. Listen to Sky News here, blowing it again. The lady's on with this Israeli official, like it was an exchange of women and children. He's having absolutely none of it. Good for him. Take a listen.
2: You have now released thirty-nine Palestinian women and children. So, oh, can in total I argue? Please, today, about can I can, can I
0: can I argue? Truce? Sorry, I, I I can't let that stand because it's like they release children and we release children. I'm sorry, don't accept that. Here we have a two-year-old, a. a four-year-old, a a five-year-old and a nine-year-old. How can you compare that with a minor who is 16 or 17 years old, who is involved in a stabbing attack or or throwing a petrol bomb or the other acts of violence? You can say women and minors, but to compare that to the Israeli two-year-old, I think is a bridge too far. Well, well...
2: No, I, I I understand what you're saying, Mr. Regev, and there is a 14-year-old who has been released as well. So what for? What was? Minors, what was he? What was his charge? What was
0: he, his charge? Did you look?
2: I I don't know exactly. What, did he stab someone? Or did he knife were? them?
0: Or did he just carry uh, explosives for someone else? Uh, once again, you're talking about innocent, well, right now, uh, young toddlers against. I, 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 Teenagers manipulated by different terrorist organizations, but nevertheless involved in violence. Ms. That's Mr. why they're in jail. The, the,
1: the, the- Ladies and gentlemen, screw the media. Do not listen to these idiots. I have a side here. I'm on the human race side. That's the side I'm on. Civilized human being side. This is a fact the guy's putting out there. You can object to whatever you want. You got you're perfectly entitled to an opinion about how this war going on in the Middle East should progress. But you're not entitled to a separate subset of things that don't exist. Like, oh, I have my own facts. You don't have your own facts. What the guy's saying is right. They got back a nine year old for basically a 14 year old who apparently had tried to stab or bomb someone. It's not the same freaking thing. Folks, things are getting worse too. I told you the censorship; they're going to double down. The media is all in on it. They're going to double down on the spying. This is going to get a lot worse. And shockingly, they are still spying on you, just like Biden's trying to work with TikTok to censor, and the, the administration's still spying on you again. Come on, Dan. That's a conspiracy theory. Put the story up. Put it up. Millions of Americans are having their phone records accessed by a secret surveillance program. I thought that stopped. No, it didn't. And it won't. You're still being spied on. Thank you, Joe. They said they didn't do that. And of course, you know, Joe, we can always trust them because you believe it, the temerity on these people to lie to us again. (laughs) The program uses a technique known as chain analysis. Sounds like our two hop rule we used to talk about. This goes after those who've been in direct contact with a criminal suspect, and anyone else who's had communications with them. This program also allows law enforcement agencies to receive any data access and the records of any calls that use AT&T's infrastructure. Folks, they're still spying on you, man. Don't they need a warrant for this stuff? Well, you would think it's that whole, like, kind of due process Fourth Amendment thing as well. You would think that would happen. But no, no, it's not. These people lie to us and BS us all the time. Nothing they tell you is true. You can't trust these people. Nothing they say is true. That's why I'm telling you with the pneumonia story, with the story about the bridge and the uh, the car that exploded, I'm, do not settle on a narrative until you're absolutely sure. First it was a terror attack, then it wasn't a terror attack. The answer is, I don't know what it was. All I know is something happened. But whatever the media tells me, take a big grain of salt and sh- swallow that sucker. By the way, going forward, I've warned you about this. They're going to use water access and eco-tyranny, environmental nonsense, as a way to further censor and spy on you. I promise you, folks, market. I want to see red flags in the chat right now. Flag this is like the biggest flag of all. Going forward, that, Joe, please. Flag, flag this, it. Sir. Thank you. Okay. This is a flag it. You are going to see moving forward. They're going to use environmental tyranny as a way to wither away your civil liberties. And what they're going to do is they're going to use national emergencies to do it. You're going to see it, whether it's water access. There's going to be a, a national emergency for water access. A lot of flags, a lot of flags. Keep it up. There's going to be a lot of that. You're going to see a national emergency for clean air. When you see it, you'll know you heard it here first. They're going to use eco-tyranny to do it. And they're going to do it under the guise of pseudoscience. The air is so dirty. Everybody's dying and all this stuff. When I say pseudoscience, I want you to watch this clip. This is one of the best clips you're going to see in a long time. Let me just tell you a quick story on this. I'm watching this on my phone in a hotel room in Auburn, right? And my wife is listening from the bathroom. She's got the door open. She's like doing her hair and stuff. So she's like, what is that? That's hilarious. This is Congressman Tom Massey, one of the good guys, questioning John Kerry. You know, what do they call him? What did Rush call him? Potato face? Whatever. Here's John Kerry. Lurch or whatever they call him. This John Kerry knows nothing about the environment at all. He just pretends to. Here's Massey just dismantling this guy. Like, wait, don't you have a degree in political science? Like, who the hell are you to tell us what to do? Check this out.
3: Isn't it true you have a science degree from Yale? What's that? Bachelor of Arts degree. Is it a political science degree? Yes, political science. So how do you get a Bachelor of Arts in a science? Well, it's liberal arts education and degree. It's a bachelor. Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee today. Let's get back to the science of it. But it's not science. You're not quoting science. I, I Well, you're the science expert. You got the political science degree. Look, let me ask you this. What's the consensus on parts per million of uh, CO2 in the atmosphere? About 406, 406 today. Okay, 406. Are you aware? 350 being the level that scientists have said is dangerous. Okay, are you aware? 350 is dangerous. Wow. Are you aware that since mammals have walked the planet... The average has been over 1,000 parts per million. Yeah, but we weren't walking the planet. It, it, it's, um, let me just share with you that we now know that definitively at no point during the least the past 800,000 years has atmospheric CO2 been as high as it is today. The reason it. you chose 800,000 years ago is because for 200 million years before that, it was greater than, than it is today. And I'm going to say for the record. Yeah, but there weren't human beings. I mean, there was a different world, folks. We didn't have 7 billion people. So, how did it get to 2,000 parts per million if we humans weren't here? Because there were all kinds of geologic events happening on Earth which spewed up. Did geology stop
1: when we got on the planet? Holy Moses. Have you ever seen an argument dismantled so efficiently? Folks, did you? I don't know if you caught it. Did you catch it in the chat? Did you guys catch it at the end? How John Kerry whether he knows it or not, completely debunks the anthropogenic uh, human cause theory of climate change. You catch it? Did you, Joe, did you? So here's what, let me just walk you through what happened. John Kerry, Vassey points out to him that the levels of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere have been multiples higher than they are now in the past. And, And John Kerry goes, well, there were no humans back then. And Massey goes, exactly. How the hell could humans cause climate change and elevated CO2 if they were higher when we weren't here, you dipshit? <laughs> Did you guys miss that? That's the whole point. He, and then he, John Kerry, he, here's folks, here's the trap. Here, trap door. Well, let me walk in. He just, he just walks right in the trap. Massey, like, he just, here he's like, like leaving breadcrumbs. And this idiot follows him and he's chewing up the breath. He just debunked his own theory. Yeah, levels were higher when there were no humans. Well, then how the F did human support make the climate? Are you an idiot? <laughs> you guys in the chat get it. Joe, there's some demands for a, a mutley here. Uh, I, <laughs> but I, I know we don't do, but I'm seeing a lot of mutleys creep up. At least give it a one monthly for this one. I mean a request granted. We usually don't beat up the monthly hey, chatsters. Hey, here we go. My guy. This is a backup monthly, but that's okay. Someone sent me another monthly Folks, he just debunked his own theory. I want you to play that clip for your friends anytime they bring up that we're all gonna die because of human climate change. And a note to them, when there were no humans, there was actually more CO2. It's Yes, look at that. Two catches, back and forth. I usually got Butterfinger. All right, I just want to bring up one thing, but I got—I want to end the show on this one story because if ever stupid liberalism was summed up by an op-ed I read this weekend, it's this op-ed in the Wall Street Journal. But just a quick note, today is, um, all, I think we have 10% off today, too, Cyber Monday to don't get dead shirts. Folks, unfortunately, some of the sizes are sold out. These things fly off the shelves. Uh, we have the cutesy times over shirts. We have the Christmas ornaments for the Bongino store, which has been most um, my, you know, is my wife and I have had a little back and forth about that. We got hats and stuff and they're like distressed hats and cool hats. And I'm a, all, again, all our proceeds go to charity. It's store.bongino.com. You want to pick up some stuff for the holidays. I ain't the best salesman for this stuff. It's good stuff. We dig it, but it's for you guys if you want to pick it up. But the don't get dead ones are just flying. We can't believe how many we sold. I think we sold like something like thirty thousand dollars worth of don't get dead shirts in one day. So strip strip out the costs. You guys raised like a lot of money for charity. That's like one day. So there a lot of them are still in stock too. Though check it out if you want. So it's cool. But I don't. I want to end with this. You know I hate liberalism, right? Liberals suck. The liberal suck shirt is coming soon, by the way. Uh, so that's that's right around the corner. Liberals suck. Why do liberals suck? Because everything they do sucks, and then when the liberals do what they do that sucks, when we warn them it's going to suck, they then try another sucky thing to cover up the sucky thing that started the liberals sucking in the first place. I'm reading this story this weekend in the Wall Street Journal about Elizabeth Warren, you know, Pocahontas, having an Obamacare epiphany. Here's the long and short of this. Obamacare, which is the worst disaster to happen to healthcare in American history, They had this thing called a medical loss ratio. I don't want to get into the deets of what it is. It's not really hard to understand. The gist of it is Obamacare said, you insurance companies, you can't make more than this amount of money. Which, if you're a liberal or a communist, you're like, yeah, get them insurance companies. If you're a sane person and a capitalist, you're like, wait, isn't that going to cause some distortions? Like they're going to cap their profits here. But then, Joe, just, like, move them over here instead? Like, that's kind of what they would do, right? And, like, shocker, folks, that's exactly what happened. So now costs are getting distorted everywhere as profits get shifted around to stay under the profit cap. And now the same liberals that instituted the profit cap through Obamacare are bitching about costs going up everywhere else. They note Obamacare's market uh, distortions are spurring a bipartisan movement to regulate these pharmacy benefit managers. That's where a lot of the profits were going. It's a familiar story. Big government intervention creates incentives, it raises costs that help big business, and then politicians demand more government to fix the distortions they caused. Long and short of it is, they regulated the insurance company profits, who moved them into these pharmaceutical benefit manager middlemen, and now they want to regulate them too. Folks, it doesn't work. There is a way to regulate prices. It's called a market. You can't charge money for stuff that people will not buy. It's why they don't have, you know, Bentley factories in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Because it's a poor country. And nobody's going to buy it damn Bentley. It's too expensive. The market regulates it. Holy Moses, I read this story. People are morons. Regulating probably we are got to regulate your profit. Oh, yeah, that's going to work. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. I hope you didn't mind my uh, you know, opening part of the show today on Monday. I, I make Mondays kind of a little bit, uh, the opening segment of the show, a little bit of you and I, a little bit of the personal side of me. I hope you didn't mind too much. And please, if you haven't watched the Henry Gracie self-defense special, it's a Friday's episode. It aired on Friday. It is worth your time, especially the part if you have young kids, daughters or sons, if someone tries to take them and drag them into the car, Henner shows you exactly what to do to stay alive. We'll be doing a few more of these episodes, so uh, he's really great. There's so much more to talk about. We've had a blast, but I hope you like it. Check it out and uh, spread the word on the show. Download the Rumble app, please, if you would. And every day, join us at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Rumble.com slash Bongino. The show is live, and it's stay for the radio show. We love having you here. I will see you all back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.